In my line of work, you got to keep repeating things over and over and over again for the truth to sink in, to kind of catapult the propaganda. It's time for the August 4th edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a free-form mash of current events compiled from the world's remaining newspapers and blogs at NathanCallahan.com and ripped with moral clarity from Harper's Magazine at Harper's.org. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. And now the news. Colonel Timothy Reese, a top U.S. military official, called for an early withdrawal from Iraq more than a year ahead of the late 2011. That would be the later in the year 2011 deadline. Um, you know that? Yeah. No, they were yeah. talking about, well, initially it was this summer, no, next summer that we were going to be out. 2010, that was the pledge during the campaign that Barack Obama made, that we were going to be gone. Yeah. But now, but now Mr. Mr. Colonel, I should say Colonel Reese has the, the guts to say no. You know, let's get out, let's get out faster, quicker. Meanwhile, the, yeah. meanwhile, General Ray Ordierno, mm-hmm. Ordierno mm-hmm. the top U.S. military commander in Iraq, suggested the U.S. Air Force will continue to control Iraqi airspace beyond that deadline. Well, that, you, I, yeah. What do you think? I think they're just restating the obvious. You know, we talked about this before. We've got the embassy, this $700 million or billion-dollar embassy that they're constructing in Baghdad. There's four or five permanent bases out in the middle, of, out towards the sort of the Iranian border uh, the U.S. has been constructing for years. These places, these are not being, these are not going to be turned into uh, strip malls. They are going to, there are, they're in fact going to be U.S. military presence, probably, I'm going to guess, until... 20, 25 years from now, at least. Oh, yeah. Until they run out of gas. Until we run out of Exactly. Until the oil goes down. Until they run out of gas. That's right. A good balance for our economy. It's a perfect way to put it. Exactly. 28 people died in mosque bombings in Iraq. Mm-hmm. Let's keep count of that. You know, honestly, that. I mean, you, you know, it's just the, the mm hmm thing. This is, yeah. uh, this is a, if, if 28 people died well, in When a, I was a kid, <laughs> if 28 people died in mosque bombings, oh my God. I we'd mean, get excited about it. We, you know what? If that happened in America, we'd still be bombing somebody. Yeah, that's true. What do you mean we'd still, though? When I did mean, it happen? Well, I mean, if it were to happen here, we'd be, I'm if sorry. If it happened like five years ago. Five years ago, we'd, we'd, still, still, be we'd still be bombing somebody. Yeah. The so-called coalition. Remember the coalition of the willing men? Oh, I do. Yeah. 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 Well, apparently it lost its junior member. It was Britain, the United States. Yeah. And Tonga, and I think, <laughs> and, and then, uh, and, and then it was like uh, a bunch of Eastern New Europe, as uh-huh. Donald Rumsfeld, and Tierra del Fuego, and Tierra del Fuego, uh-huh. and that was, yeah, that was it. So here you go. Yeah, British forces have until Friday to withdraw from Iraq. That would be six years there, and they're gone. Oh, so they're gone. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're yeah. And General Stanley McChrystal, the top U.S. commander in Afghanistan, will move to Afghanistan now because yeah. they're kind of related. Well, can I just say one quick thing, and that is, we're going to be speaking with uh, Armando Inanucci in about an hour and a half, and we'll be yeah. talking specifically on film school. On film for school, for those of you listening online, yeah, that's right. If you're listening online, film school, you'll be able to listen to a, an extended conversation about a film that is about Britain's involvement. Doesn't name Iraq in the film. But it's pretty obvious what they're talking about, and you want to stick around. Well, it's a it. funny film. It's That's a very, what makes it nice. But it's, it's it's not necessarily factual, but it has all the elements. It has all the elements. I'm just trying to say all the stuff about Britain's involvement, and you're just discussing that. Uh, is uh, it really does play out very well, very yeah. funnily, funnily? It's a it's a very f- hilarious a fictional docu comedy. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. 
Uh, so stick yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that was just a plug for for. A, Meanwhile, for, in yeah. Afghanistan, General Stanley McChrystal, the top U.S. commander there, prepared to recommend a further escalation of the war. That's after Obama already sent an additional twenty-one thousand troops to Afghanistan. So he's, that's quite not quite enough. So what? I don't know what the, the total is. Got to be at least fifty or sixty thousand now, at yeah. least. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to call them troops. Why can't we call them soldiers? What's the deal on troops? This troop sounds a little softer. It sounds bigger to me. Well, sounds like a troop could be like 10 guys. Could be. It's a little softer. So- I always thought that. I thought troops were like more than one. It is. That is one troop. Well, well you, you never hear one troop. Uh, you say you hear trooper, but you don't yeah, hear Yeah, I you know. know. You, you, don't, don't, yeah, you don't hear it's a troop. Why yeah. don't they say that then? Why don't they say 21,000 troopers? <laughs> well, that's true. Because that would be, I understand uh, that. Yeah, more. okay. All right. Uh, a mass trial of 100 Iranian dissidents began in Tehran. The opposition leaders and political activists on trial have been charged with rioting and conspiring to topple the government in the turmoil surrounding Iran's presidential election. You remember that? Yeah, so a mass trial. So, so uh, <laughs> Katami, yeah. Mohammad Katami, yeah. said the hearings were show trials. Oh. Yeah. Wow. And they would harm the establishment. Then President, uh, well, the former presidential candidate, Hussein Mousavi, yeah. said some of the prisoners on trial had been forced to confess after, confess after being subjected to medieval torture. Wow. Okay. I wonder if he was using medieval as, as you know, a, a date thing or like as a, a descriptive. I believe. Like, you know, well, like, you know sometimes know you go medieval. Yeah, yeah, sometimes. I've been known to do that. Well, either way, it's not good. Yeah, what were they doing? The stretching yeah. racks? Well, maybe he had just maybe, seen or... Pulp Fiction. I don't know. And he... <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I, was, yeah. I, I guess yeah. it's, it's torture. It is uh, torture. We're using There's torture no on yeah. the, Iranian, the Iranian government freed around 140 prisoners or right before this. Uh, just they, they sorted them out. They sorted well. We want to we want to torture these. We don't. They got the hundred. They know that they can convict. And yeah. I'm sure with a mass trial, you know, justice will be served in a mass trial. You know that. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, absolutely, <laughs> no doubt about it. A slam dunk. <laughs> it's a slam justice. <laughs> justice. It's a slam dunk. Deep in the hoop. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Iran's uh, supreme leader Ayatollah Al Khamenei yeah. formally endorsed Mahmoud Ahmadinejad for a second term as president. That means <laughs> it's <laughs> official. Yeah. Official, the, the the guy that fixed the election won. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, where have it's, I heard that before? Exactly, the supreme something has yeah. as as a, a verified, That's, certified yeah, right. a, a a bogus election. Yeah. Gee, that In never Iran, happens. They have supreme leaders here. We have <laughs> supreme, supreme courts. Court. Yeah, yeah. A group of elite Colombian special operations forces. Yeah. This is starting to worry. This me. is the preview of coming attractions. Yeah. This one right here. <laughs> We're set to join the U.S. occupation in Afghanistan. So we got. No. People from this is such a strange story. It's it, one of the oddest. Yeah, they're set to join. Colombia is a top recipient of U.S. aid. They are the top recipient in the, in the Americas. Yeah, yeah. yeah, in the Americas, uh, of military aid. Not, I mean, just aid in general, but military. And they aid. have the worst uh, human, human rights, rights violations. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, in, and in the, the hemisphere. world's second largest internally displaced population yes. after the Sudan. That's right. They have like three million displaced people in Colombia. This yeah. is not a story anybody knows much about, but. Yeah. They be, oh, go ahead. I, I love the quote there that, that you gave me. A top U.S. official said, the more Afghanistan can look like Colombia, the better. Oh. What does that mean? Well, I think they're actually speaking the truth for yeah, once. Yeah. I think they're actually, <laughs> well, oops. It's not the better, but yeah. it's what we're aiming for yeah, here. It's what we're aiming for. No, eventually, <laughs> they're sending over troops to, to Afghanistan. It's sort of a, it's a, it's a, what, a token. We're, go, we're now massing troops 
in Colombia. Yeah. Beginning to build, put our base there. Uh, we're looking at Venezuela. We're looking over the mountains to, into Ven- Venezuela uh-huh. as a possible target somewhere down the line. Forget about the uh, massive human rights violations that go yeah, on I'm every over day. In Afghanistan, yeah. though. Yeah, I don't want to get quite know, over to Venezuela. We'll get to Venezuela. Yeah, I know we will. Nine U.S. and NATO soldiers died in Afghanistan over the weekend. It was one of the des- deadliest weekends uh, since the fall of the Taliban in yeah. 2001. Yeah. yeah. Lots of people dying over there. Israeli police, this is in Israel now, have evicted more than 50 Palestinians, including 19 children, from their homes in East Jerusalem after an Israeli court ruled their homes were own- owned by Jewish settlers. The court's ruling was based on 19th century oh, documents. Oh, my God. I, 19th century. My we're not talking 20th century documents. They had to go back 150 years oh to justify what God. they were doing. It wasn't even that country then. I, I you know. I, yeah. No, absolutely. That's yeah. right. Can you, why don't we go back to the 19th century yeah. and sort out some of this Indian fiasco we have going on? You know, like, not a bad idea. Yeah. I'm th- about 1801 Let's and see. see where we stand. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good idea because I know that about 150 years ago, I had great uh, great great grandparents yeah. who lived in Oklahoma and Nebraska. Okay, yeah. I'll bet there's a plot of land in there with my name on it somewhere. Yeah. 150 years ago, uh-huh. that somebody stole from me. Okay, uh, yeah. or them. Two people died in Tel Aviv when a gunman opened fire at a gate club. Oh man! A court in India issued a warrant for the arrest of Warren Anderson. This is one that. Going around here. Warren Anderson, the uh, head of Union Carbide, 1984, when a leak at the company's plant in Bhopal killed 10,000 people. Killed 10,000 people. Uh, You know, that's essentially just about three World Trade Centers and injured 555,000. And United, it was, and, and his wife was bothered by this that they were serving him. She she was speaking from the Hamptons and said, you know, oh, is that yeah, yeah, this is ridiculous. Well, Union Carbide that was over with twenty five years ago. <laughs> yeah. What are these ten thousand people complaining about <laughs> now? Yeah, well, and it wasn't just the ten thousand that died. There were several hundred thousand people who were severely injured. Well, I have a ha- half half a million. Okay, half, half a, million a million people, and and people are still. Feeling the repercussions yeah. from that. There are deformities. Yeah, and, birth defects and, and, yeah. and the like. And Union Carbide, who owned the plant at the time, is now owned by Dow Chemical. So they're in the fiduciary line of responsibility. But they, but Union Carbide nor Dow have ever really done much to uh, mitigate what they did. Uh, computer records show Venezuela was offering assistance to Colombian FARC rebel, rebels. Mm-hmm. So see, we're setting it up. There you go. Computer information. What the hell is that? I, we just... Press delete. <laughs> President of Venezuela, Hugo Chavez, revoked the licenses of 34 radio stations. I don't he, like that. He did. Yeah, he revoked them because they said something bad about him, or do we have, do we know why? Just because? Yeah, they said something bad about him. Okay. Yeah, they they weren't not toeing good. the line. Not good. Here at home, the Obama administration was shopping for a new prison to hold the Guantanamo Bay inmates, uh, either in Kansas or in Michigan. I say uh, South Carolina. That's my pick, but. Well, is there a reason for that? What, just, South Carolina? South Carolina. Eh, it'd just be fun. Okay. You know, they could go crazy. They always go crazy about stuff in South Carolina. Yeah. They'd be screaming at Obama and talking about how he was born. You know, they, since he, since the Kenya thing fell through, they'd have to pick another country. Yeah. And, yeah, they and, do have And to. then they blame this whole thing. Maybe they say he was born in Guantanamo. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe so. Yeah, I don't now, know. I heard, some, it's, it's I heard something about... Thing. I heard something about... Well, of course, it's... Uh, there's an Indonesian connection as well, but I heard something about China uh-huh. somehow. 
he was somehow in China. Yeah. yeah. And he was born in China? He's somehow. Yeah. That's what they believe in South Carolina. Yeah. I, I hear that you have to marry inside your family there. <laughs> yeah. That's the only way it's legal. It's just... U.S. tax receipts were on pace to drop 18% this year. This isn't good. Tax receipts. I know. The government receipts. I, I know. That's the biggest single-year decline since the Great Depression. Woohoo! Yeah! But don't raise taxes on the wealthiest people no. who, by the way, by last week's story, the Wall Street firms and the financial yeah. industries, they are they are bringing in one-third of all of the salaries in America. Yeah. They, well, bringing in isn't really the way to look at it. They grab one-third yeah. of all the salaries There in are $6.4 trillion dollars in salaries money. paid out every year. These can't, guys can't, can't overtax those people. $2.1 trillion. Don't moan, please. Yeah. Come on, what do you think? Give them a tax break. Yeah, exactly. They need more money. Uh, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi pledged to allow a debate on vote on a single-payer health care plan before the end of the year. That's excellent news. It's good news. I'm I'm very skeptic about it. That means that people really do have to get out there if they want single payer and and yeah. let their representatives know and and cause a ruckus instead of being shouted down from people from South Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Though by the way, that if you aren't paying much attention, maybe you've seen some of the clips that were on uh, the last couple of days where these people are showing up at these town hall. Now that Congress is going yeah. away on its summer recess. The House went out last week. The Senate goes out this week. And there's a lot of people showing up and just essentially shouting down anyone, uh, the, the congressman or Sibelius, who, uh, the uh, Secretary of Health yeah. uh, and uh, Specter, just yelling uh, to the to the detriment of anyone else being heard about the government takeover of, of health care. And it's yeah. all this bogus Fox News talking that, points. that quote that I, I, I sent around last week where it yeah. said uh, the one guy at one of these meetings says, said, uh, I want the government's hands off my Medicare. <laughs> yes, he actually said that. Yeah. 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 Well, there you go. Yeah. So it's an obvious, by the way, there's a... There's For a, those of you from South Carolina, the government runs Medicare. Yeah, by the way. And yeah. but the, just, just to make the, just to finish the point, and that is that um, there's a, uh, a well-funded um, uh, Republican operation called Freedom Works who's been behind a lot of this organizing they were organized they organized the tea parties or the tea baggers back uh, a few months ago <laughs> and uh and it's tough it's really tough to organize a whole group of tea bagging yeah, at one I time know. I, I tried one of those it, in the it, 80s and it, it fell it through. just fell yeah. through yeah there aren't that many people that are willing to be involved unless you're on the right part of the tea bagging part but uh um so the <laughs> uh so anyway so it's hey. it's a sort of they call astroturfing it's not grassroots it's yeah. astro they essentially are manufacturing Kind of a, uh, and I, I hesitate to go here with this, but there is something thuggish about it. There is something that echo is an echo, maybe a faint echo of what the early fascists did in Germany was essentially go in and disrupt political uh, meetings. Oh, you're going off. No, now. I know. I'm sorry. I, I know. Talk I know. About All right, you do. But I, I just, futures trading. But it does. It's a tactic. The Commodity Futures Trading Commission said it will release a report next month blaming the rise in oil prices that would be last year on yeah. financial speculators. Yeah. In other words, all that extra money. When you were saying, why is gas going up? Why is gas going up? It's $4 a gallon, and yet there's more gas than ever. Yeah. There's a surplus of gas, and it's 4 bucks. Yeah, a that's because the speculators, yeah, speculators were making money off of you. You mean the guys that made $2.1 trillion? Yeah, the guys shuffling the paper around yeah. and then bitching that they're getting taxed too much. Right. I don't know what's worth, South Carolina or Wall Street. I I'll, I got uh I think we just put them all in an island somewhere.
How about Guantanamo? Hey, uh, yeah, you, you can build a couple more of them, uh, them uh, facilities astute. there. We could get away with that. Uh, the Senate Judiciary Committee voted to back Supreme Court nominee Sonia Sotomayor. Yeah. You got that? Yeah. The Democratic-controlled House approved the $636 billion military spending bill. I hate them. They approved that. It went through. Well, at least it got the F twenty two fighter. A couple of them. Off. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't <laughs> ditch. I know. The, it, I know. Didn't ditch them. Still one hundred and seventy eight planes. This is the good news here. Yeah. The House Judiciary Committee approved a measure that would end the disparity in sentencing between offenses for crack and powder cocaine. It's, it's all cocaine yeah, now. It's, yeah. It's yeah. fifteen years the, too the late. The bill moves but, yeah. to the full house, yeah. but nevertheless, yeah, at least they did. I, I think that's going to go through. Yeah. And, and thank I, God. If for it that. doesn't, yeah. I mean, I'm really. going to go snort some crack or whatever you <laughs> really, do with it. What do you, what I, do, you do with I, that stuff? You I, shoot it? You shoot it. Rub it yeah. on your... No, I think you smoke it. Yeah. That's what you do. You put a little bowl and you smoke it. <laughs> That's what you do. I remember that. <laughs> you remember that? I, I forget days. after... <laughs> <laughs> After the first yeah, kilo. Like Congress that. moved to inject fresh funds into the Cash for Clunkers program after it nearly ran out of money. So it, you know about this cash It was so clunkers. successful. Yeah. People are buying cars left and right. American cars, by the way. Ford, Chevy, I'm, Chrysler. I'm going to go off on this just a minute. Give okay, me, go ahead. Please, please, please. Give me one please, minute. Please. It's the wrong program. It's stupid. They should never have done this. It rewards the people who were idiots five years ago who bought. I've never owned a car who, where they got less than 18 miles per gallon. It's rewarding people with stupid behavior and letting people like me who, who for their whole lives have been conscious of trying to get good gas mileage looking at them. It's rewarding people with bad behavior. I think it's part of this whole self-esteem culture. And mm. it's part of the politics, too, you know? Well, we got to treat everyone equally. No, some people screwed up. And the, that money or whatever that money, you know, however the fund should have been used, is to give people like me a tax break. Yeah. So I can go out and buy another car that, when a time comes. Right. I certainly when wouldn't the, get it okay, now. Yeah. But it's, it's all this false economy again. They're trying to stimulate people into buying cars. Ford's feeling great right now because they're selling more cars. But but all they're doing is ne- next time it, we get a lot of gas or whatever the fuel is that we're going to burn out of, people are going to go out and get the, the car that the guzzles transit, most of that. guzzles the most of it up yeah. until somebody pays them not to do it. We should be rewarded. They should be punished. How about a higher tax on those cars? On, in, well, you're right. Giving them money. You're right. Impose a tax on the people, right about and that. it's all political. You're right. It's all just we want more votes. That's why we're giving this money away. That's one of the first things that the Bush administration. I, I'm not going to describe, although I like the idea that it's stimulating manufacturing. People are going back to work. I do approve of that part, but I, I, I hate it. But the back early in the Bush administration, when they uh, were giving tax breaks for buying uh, Hummers, yeah. they gave tax breaks for people. Yeah, I know. Buy. Yeah, that there's that's the part that, that they should it, give tax breaks to people. Who bought the Honda Civics yeah. and the and the and exactly and, yeah? Uh, Schwarzenegger angered Democratic legislators after adding hundreds of millions of dollars in last-minute spending cuts to the budget uh, shortly before he signed it. So he's he added like uh, all these cuts to four hundred and forty-nine million dollars in new cuts to the elderly and the poor and yeah. abused women and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, that's great. By the way, there was an article, uh, just quickly, uh, short thing, one of the first things, when he ran on his recall election was to uh, to uh, uh, ban the raising of the car tax, right? Yeah. And that robbed the state of $6 billion a year. Yeah. 
So multiply oh, I know. that. Now, now we have the car tax. Now, now we they, they did pass that last year. Yeah, but but in those four, five years, yeah. we lost thirty billion dollars. How much are we in debt? About twenty four. Yeah, 20, exactly. Twenty four billion dollars. We should have kept Gray Davis. I know. We'd have been in well, and the whole thing now. that the reason that Gray Davis God was God damn you, Jay Leno. The only re- the only reason that Gray Davis was sacked was because Enron screwed the state of California out of thirteen to fifteen billion dollars in speculative uh, trading. And everybody went screaming bloody murder. They got yeah. rid of D- Davis, and here we got Schwarzenegger, who met with uh, with the head of Enron just before Leno's all this happened. Leno's a putz. Yeah. And finally, the biggest disappointment from President Obama's beer summit with Harvard professor Henry Louis Gates and Cambridge police sergeant James Crowley was the beer selection. Yeah. Obama had a Bud Light. Crowley had a Blue Moon. Gates drank Sam Adams Light. And Biden... Had a non-alcoholic beverage. Yeah. Did you hear about he that? He does not drink discussion. alcohol. Yeah. Obama's selection of Bud Light was said to be uh, to rank as one of his worst decisions since taking office. Weekly Signals Weekly Review is broadcast every Tuesday on KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. To learn more about Weekly Signals or to download the podcast, visit our website at weeklysignals.com. And be sure to visit nathancallahan.com for daily readings and feature articles. Until next week, I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And this is Weekly Signals.